Welcome to the Expat Cast. This is the podcast where expats share their stories about fitting in, standing out, and every mishap on the journey to finding home abroad. I'm your host, Nicole. It feels like we're on the precipice of a new chapter in the coronavirus journey here in Germany. We've been shut down for about a month now, but these restrictions were always meant to run up after the Easter holidays, which is this upcoming Monday. Although it's clear that we are not yet ready to go back to business as normal, (laughs) politicians are starting to discuss how they can lift these restrictions in a way that limits risk and doesn't overwhelm our systems. It's pretty exciting to hear people talking about moving forward. It feels like the light at the end of the tunnel is coming, which is good because I got to say this situation is tough. It is a dark tunnel and a lot of times there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. There doesn't seem to be a light at the other end. I mean, it's a global pandemic. It's it's not good. <laughs> Although that is obvious, I do want to say that here because this episode that I'm bringing you today is one of optimism. But I want to make it clear at the outset that I don't think the situation is good. But I think every individual can do their part to create good where there is none, to seek it out when it's hidden, to see it when it is there. Because we can't change the situation, we just have to live within it. So I was really excited when I was talking to my friend and fellow American in Germany, Aspen, from the YouTube channel Aspen Abroad, about this topic. We were both feeling like, hey, you know what? There is some good to this situation. So we decided to make this episode to help share that message of hope, of optimism. And we decided to do it in a very cool, quarantine-friendly way, which is to say... I had Aspen on the podcast as a guest, but also, at the same time, I was a guest on her YouTube video. We had a variety of screens set up, a variety of microphones. (laughs) It was a very funky setup to get it to all be recorded, the audio, the video, in a way that we needed. But we, we went ahead and did that because we thought it would be really fun to share this not only on my podcast, but also on her YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can also go ahead and check out Aspen's YouTube channel to see the video version. And then, of course, fall down a YouTube hole of all of her other wonderful videos. And if you're coming to the podcast from her YouTube channel, then I want to say welcome. And I hope you enjoy the full conversation that Aspen and I had. I think for me, recording this episode and creating this project was an example of making the most out of this bad situation. I mean, obviously, it would have been super cool to say, hey, Aspen, I'm coming to Munich. Let's just do a little collaboration together. But it's not possible. So instead, we sat down on a Sunday afternoon, poured ourselves a wine schorle, and made it happen however possible. It's yet another example of how people can adapt to continue chasing their pursuits, chasing their passions, just in a different way, despite the circumstances. There is one corona-related resource that I want to mention before we dive into the episode, and that is another group that's doing a great job of adapting to the situation. They're called Afloat. Afloat is a social initiative that just launched this year up in Heidelberg, And the goal was to provide social support and resources for international mothers in the Heidelberg area. It's run by two international moms who met in Heidelberg, bonded over their experience, and wanted to create a network to support other women in this situation. And now, given coronavirus and the quarantine and all this, not only is it now logistically challenging to have a support group, it's also more important than ever because this is such a tough experience on families and on parents. So what Afloat is doing is they started doing virtual support groups. I love that because it means it's not just limited to Heidelberg. Really anyone in Germany or heck, I don't know, maybe even beyond, um, could reach out and participate. So I wanted to mention them. 
You can check out their website at afloatheidelberg.de or you can find them on Instagram at afloat underscore Heidelberg. Another cool thing about them is that they offer everything in English and in Spanish. So I'll link to that in the show notes. And now it is time for me and Aspen to inject you guys with a giant dose of optimism. Enjoy. Hello again, my name is Aspen. I am from the States, from Hawaii, and now I live in Munich, Germany. And welcome to my living room. <laughs> and welcome to my living room as well. This is a very cozy, intimate little situation we've got going on. One of the weird but good parts of the current situation is like, I feel like we're all learning so much about each other. We're all seeing like the inside of our bosses' homes in a way we maybe didn't need oh to, my didn't want to, but now we know. Yeah, that's like, I think the best part is now it's like we connect, but also there's still the opportunity for the juicy office gossip. But now it's like, who's in who's in whose flat? What does their home look like? It's great. I do feel like it's helpful in order to keep us all tidy in our homes because I've never understood this before. I've never worked from home before. And so I didn't know why this was true. But everyone says, the more you are home, the less organized it gets. And I always thought that didn't make sense. But now I'm living it and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. So it's good that we're all seeing each other in this way. Keeps us tidy, keeps us accountable. And I would say this is one of many benefits to our current situation. I don't know. What are you, what are you thinking about the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, OK, so just how we're doing this is that I'm recording it. I'm going to put it on my YouTube. So if you want to see us actually as we're doing this, we'll have a link for that. But basically, we had this idea because in the current time situation for Germany and the rest of the world, we found ourselves definitely a lot less social based on current restrictions and current guidelines. And with that, especially on social media and especially in the different communities, everybody's really upset. And basically what I say, which is least popular opinion, is that we're all hosting pity parties for really no reason at all, you know, because especially how it is, I know it's worse in different areas and I completely get it, but I always say how lucky I am because in my city, basically we do have a curfew and guidelines for how much we go out right now, but it's very loose. There's no really restrictions on how much you can be outside because like in the UK, they only get an hour outside per day, which is pretty like you can complain about that i think that's fair grounds for hosting a pity party but for us in germany we have a lot of freedom that we basically just cannot go and party and we can't be in large groups so the idea behind this video and this podcast episode is just acknowledging there are so many good parts and benefits from this current situation and nobody's bringing it up and i thought i was texting nicole and we're like oh we're on the same page why don't we make some positive content in this time and be like, hey guys, it's all good. Exactly. Yeah, I think one thing that I love, also sometimes find annoying, but mostly love about America and Americans is that we are very positive, optimistic people. And we are always looking for the bright side. And I think that's something that I feel I can bring into my life in Germany. 
I mean, they're not the sunshiniest people. I don't think they're that pessimistic either. I think they're just sort of the Germans are kind of just doing their thing. But it is in my nature to find the bright side. So I would totally agree. I'm coming to you guys. Hi to the YouTube people who don't know me. I'm coming to you guys from Freiburg and I'm at the foot of two gorgeous mountain ranges. I can go up, watch the sunset over the French Alps and then take a walk home through the vineyards. So I can only be so mad about things, you know, and, and it is hard. There, there are moments when it's challenging to be alone, to be isolated. But you're right. Germany is being really reasonable with what we're allowed to do. And I, I want to be appreciative of that. And in the meantime, I think that another thing that we talked about is, is how our position as expats has has been perfect training grounds to be prepared for this exact situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like finding our time to shine. And that's one of the things where I thought where people are like, oh no, it's so hard. We're being disconnected. We can't engage with our communities. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're what? Sorry, what is that? The, the stuff that I complain about, you now understand from a first person basis. Oh, interesting. It's Sandra Mayer, bitte. It's like, <laughs> It, and okay, I'm not trying to sass and be mean to anybody, but I think it, it's not like I want to take it out of spite, but just say, hey guys, look, we can now have this sort of more connection. There's one like less line that's so defined between us because that's the thing is you, you're an expat, you go abroad, and one of the hardest things is finding a community, connecting with it, and maintaining relationships. And I think for everybody now, that's also the situation. I mean, maintaining relationships with your friends from a, a distance, even if they live across the city. Now imagine that on a larger spectrum and scale, and that's sort of what's like being an expat. Or for example, if, I don't know, your friends, you, you can't manage it and you need to find new ones and you need to connect somehow to new communities. We're all being so creative at this point. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, like, have you seen those news reports where all these neighbors are doing their little dance parties and block parties in their yards? And the funny thing is, is if it was a normal situation, most of these neighbors, they would never talk to each other in their entire lifetime living there. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hey, why not? And I think that's super cool. It's like, it's, it's the situation in total. I think it's forcing us to, one, really acknowledge how good we have it, how much we take for granted, but also teaching us moving forward to just really appreciate the little things. And I see that as such a huge positive. And I think that, Hopefully, when this situation's over, we can all move forward a lot more fit from all our home workouts, a lot more organized, and a lot more social in the real world and not just social media. My takeaway is I really hope that people can just learn to connect and keep these more meaningful connections moving forward. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> I remember one time I was moving from one city within the U.S. to another, and I'd already done this multiple times and I was like, of course I'll miss my friends, but I know that I know how to do this. I know how to continue a friendship even when I move away. And one of my friends from that city had never done this before. She had always lost touch and then lost those relationships over time. And she was like, this is so sad for me because it's the end of our friendship. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, it's not. Like, sit down. Let me tell you how it's done. 
here's my list of methods to stay in touch and stay connected. (laughs) And I feel that way right now too. And so I'm really excited that we're doing this to share what we've learned works for us over the years because I found it is a two-way street. Like any friendship, finding community, especially when you're at a distance, you need both people to be willing participants. But at the same time, there's also sort of skills and tips and ideas that people who have never had to face this challenge before, just they might not know about. And we're in a special position where we've been doing this for years and making peace with the fact that, you know, a Skype, hangout is the best I can get with my friends from back home at the you know it's been that way for me for a while and and I'm used to this so so yeah I think it's cool to to be able to sort of step up into almost a, a position of leadership in this moment and say hey guys it's not so bad and here's how we can make it work so so should we get to that part should we get to the here's how we make it work yes let's get to it we got the positivity optimism checked off let's go to the deets the how to's also, can I just say that I love as a community how everybody in the world right now is very much like, let's talk and let's all drink more. Because, no, because that's a funny thing. Like, even my colleagues at work are all like, hey, guys, after work, let's have like a Google Hangouts and everybody get a drink. And I'm like, I'm into this culture. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because it's spring now. I'm noticing one of the things that I'm really missing is being able to go to a beer garden. You know, we're getting to that time where they'd start opening up in Southern Germany, especially. And we can't do that. But you know what? I went to my balcony and I made my own little beer garden. It was very sad. It was a day old pretzel, Aldi Obatsta, and like beer from the bottle because I don't own the right glass. But you know what? I made it work. (laughs) You know what? That's like financial responsibility. You're saving money. But also, more Obatsta for you. So I mean, win-win for everybody. Oh, wait. I have an example of a how-to. A friend told me the other day, he has a group with his friends and they regularly will do like a weekly video call where they drink and they call it a face wine. <laughs> Beautiful. Inspiring. So I'm, I'm glad you bring up this um, face wine idea <laughs> because of course a whole category of staying in touch with people is all of the different options that there are to to talk on the phone, to talk on video chat, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm noticing that I'm starting to truly differentiate between audio calls and video calls. So like on my phone, I can do a WhatsApp call, even though I might be talking to people in a different country, it's connected via Wi-Fi, so I don't have to worry about data. Cost and fee associated with your local provider. <laughs> Anyway, WhatsApp makes that possible. Phone calls, even with your local friends. You know, right before we talked, I got off the phone with a friend of mine who lives in in town and we are used to seeing each other multiple times a week. And now that we just have to do that over the phone, you know, it's like, it's okay. And what we've started doing is just doing audio calls because that way we are more hands-free. I can do the dishes. I can clean up around my house. I can do a puzzle. I can do any number of things while we talk and while we connect. Um, and I think that's really helpful because the other option is, of course, Skype or Zoom, which we're doing right now. And there are benefits to that as well, having the visual aspect. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a good part. It's like everybody, whatever style of person you are, you have that opportunity. So it's not really lost. And I think that's definitely a benefit to look at. But also the cool part is that it's not just like having a call and talking, but there's so many different interactive things you can do. Like for example, me and my friends, my best friends right now, they live in New Zealand, but we have like regular FaceTimes that we plan and we do games. So do you know like the heads up game where you have the app and it shows like a name or um, a person, the animal something, and you have to put it on your forehead and people have to describe it to you and you have to guess what it is. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, so we do that via, via FaceTime, and it's so much fun. Or, like, there's just so many interactive games. Like, you mentioned that. You can do, like, online Cards Against Humanities. Yes, you absolutely can. My friend had a birthday party the other day on Zoom. <laughs> so we played Cards Against Humanities. We we played um, Secret Hitler, if people know that one. Um, and what was cool oh about that was actually she was able to invite her friends from all over the world. You know, typically her birthday would have been just whoever's in, in town that day. But this way I got to meet her siblings. I got to see her friend from high school. And so this was also a really cool experience that, you know, going into it, I thought, OK, maybe it's not going to be so exciting but it but it was really cool um and also my family and i have gotten very competitive with online settlers of Catan. you can buy the basic game for like three or four euros and then you can just play and play and play and so that's been really fun too so those times when you don't want to just sit around and talk you really want to do something you can you just have to sort of open your mind to it a little bit What's really cool is I have a friend and even before this whole situation, he was in this group that they do D&D, so Dungeons and Dragons, but via Skype. And that was like their regular thing. And now it's super cool because it's like more people are interested in all these like little groups and little different communities and stuff because it's another creative way nobody's really thought of in the past or really had interest in joining. And now it's like, oh, cool. Tell me more. I do also want to give a shout out to the ideas and ways to, to stay in contact that aren't live, right? So if you're doing a phone call or a video call, then you're interacting as you're hanging out, right? But another way to stay connected, um, especially when you have friends like you were mentioning yours in New Zealand, that's such a big time difference. And sometimes it's just impossible to make that work. So I, I really want to make a little a little pitch for things like sending a voice message or sending a picture, sending a video. You know, my friends in Chicago will send me like, <laughs> survival logs every day it's like them and their cats just sinking into the couch um <laughs> a friend of mine she's only in berlin but she sends me like like daily updates about her roommate so like roommate update of the day because she's in a situation where before this everything happened her roommate and her never got along and they were just like her roommate didn't want to have anything to do with her but yeah like little things like that like just like even little updates, it's, it's a, such a cool idea. Yeah, and that way, you know, I wake up to these messages pretty often and then I'm able to start my day with a little 30-second video. My friend's not telling me anything important, but it sure is fun to watch her and just see that. And to send those back and forth, it's kind of a fun way, almost like being pen pals, but a more up-to-date version. <laughs> and I think those are the kind of things that in my day-to-day -day life, when, when everything was sort of normal, I don't know, I didn't feel the need to do that. I was like, I think, we're fine. We don't need this. But now the situation's different. And that is a form of connection that does feel really meaningful to me. And it helps remi remind me that, you know, normal things are still happening. Like I don't need to be talking to my friend about the news. Because of course, when you are talking to people, this comes up so often. I can also just like send her 30 seconds of me being like, is this a good nail polish color for me? Is this an acceptable food that I cooked? Like whatever stupid stuff that's on my mind. And it's okay to just connect on things like that as well. To be honest, I do that anyways, but I'm like finally now my time to shine because now my friends appreciate it. And they're like, yes, I'm going to acknowledge all these things you sent me. Even though I was already asking and sending those dumb things in the past, but now they're like, oh, wait a second, you have my attention. And I'm like, yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think also um, another popular activity of the moment is TV shows and movies and watching things on Netflix, etc. And th that can go either way, too. I think, you know, you're seeing a trend of people doing things like there's like a Netflix party Chrome extension where you can 
start a video at the exact same time and then you're like having a movie night together or you can do there's another one called rabbit that allows you to do synced up video but you can also do it the old school way you can just say okay we're all watching this certain movie and then we can talk about it when we're done and so that way everyone can do it on their own schedule some people are working some people are not but it's a way to have a shared topic sort of like a book club which you know, you could also do it with books, dare I say. Um, yeah, we have, we have our podcast club. So me and Nicole, we're listening to one podcast and then we're like sending just catch-ups on it. And so, which, I mean, I think neither of us would prioritize time for that, usually because we're so busy. But right now it's like you really aim to prioritize time to do things for you and also just things that you enjoy, which is one thing I too am really happy with this situation because I realized for myself, I was at this point where I was really struggling to prioritize doing things I enjoy working on, I don't know, self-improvement, like saying, I really want to work on my bedtime routine, my sleep schedule, or at least like my fitness goals. And now it's like, I have all this good time I can use where I'm going to choose instead of complaining, feeling sorry for myself, which I think a lot of us are falling in the habit to, but just saying, wait a second, no, if this wasn't the current uh, circumstances, I would not be able to have this opportunity. So I need to acknowledge it and use it for the best. And I found so far once I just sort of snapped out of my like feeling sorry for myself moment, I was like, wait, this is actually really great because once this is all gone, everything's back to normal, I'm still going to struggle trying to find time to prioritize for myself and these little things. But if I can do it now, I'll come out just basically so much farther ahead. Yeah. And I think another commonality between expat life in general and our certain circumstances right now is that it really makes you very aware of who you are when everything else is stripped away, right? So I had the feeling that I was a very productive person, but I also thought I have a lot on my plate. And so I, of course, I'm productive because I I have to be to get it all done. But now I don't have to be. Now I got plenty of time. (laughs) And I'm finding that you're exactly right. Instead of sitting around feeling sorry for myself or sad, I'm doing a lot of things that I've been putting on the back burner. And so it's really nice to have this knowledge like, okay, I I am strong enough and dedicated enough to do these things. I don't need to be signed on to all these different projects and deadlines to be productive. It comes from within. And so I've been meaning to learn French for ages. I am now hitting the Duolingo every day with my coffee. Heck yeah. I have writing projects that I've been putting off that I'm really diving into stupid, boring adult stuff like taxes and all this kind of stuff. There is literally no better time. I have nothing else to do. So fine. I'll do it. <laughs> You're like, good, but it's also for me really good. Not saying anybody else, you guys are slacking or being the same thing I am, but I definitely, I think, make a lot of excuses for myself sometimes. And now it's like, I will call myself my own BS because I'm like, wait a second, you know what? You've been saying you're going to do this for ages, and now what are you doing laying on the sofa scrolling through memes all day long and then feeling sorry for yourself? Like, no, just get out of your own head and see, like, how great the situation is. Because, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, I really am just at the point now where I'm, like, almost aggressively like, guys, guys, we can be so great. We are little caterpillars, but in a couple weeks, months, we can become butterflies. You know? Yeah. <laughs> But I would think, like, with that being said, maybe it'd be cool to trans, um, like, transfer into more of a do-or-don't section for the situation, because I think it's, like, you do have all these positives, but with that, there is the negatives, and I think, for me, the biggest thing when it comes to do-or-don'ts is we do have all this basically great luck that this is happening at a modern time when we have so much technology 
and so much outlets and so much resources. But then again, that's also a double-edged sword because I may say I could do so much stuff on my computer or on my phone and then I end up, I don't know, going to social media and just looking at memes all day. Or one thing I found for myself is I absolutely love the memes right now. They're hilarious and amazing. People are so creative. But at the same time, that was one thing where it put me into like this sort of self-pitying mode because I saw all these jokes about like staying inside, not seeing your friends. And then I started internalizing them subconsciously. And then I would have this feeling like, oh, I'm so upset that I was like, wait a second. I would be staying at home watching Netflix anyway right now because I'm tired and it's maybe Friday night and work was long. Why do I now feel bad about it, you know? And so it's that thing, too, where you want to be careful, I think, of your screen intake time because that could be very damaging and detrimental to your health as well. Even if it seems harmless like that, it still has implications where all the content right now you're being given or fed in large quantities is more the negative ones. And so whether you're searching for it or not, you're going to be bombarded with it and it will affect you subconsciously. So it's important to also stay okay. My hobby should definitely be more in the real world as well. Yeah. And I think I want to add to that too. For me, I noticed with screen time, the first Saturday that we had under the restrictions that we're currently experiencing, I spent the entire day, like eight hours long, video chatting with people. And at first I thought, oh, this is so good. I'm like connecting with so many people. And I'm, you know, as someone who's living alone, this is so good that I'm prioritizing connection and community, right? And then at the end of the night, I was like, I feel miserable because I I just sat and stared at a screen for an entire day. And although I was getting fulfillment out of the personal interactions that I was having, it came at a cost because it just wasn't really healthy for me. And so that was really helpful to recognize that. And I made one of my don'ts, don't overdo it with video calls, especially, you know, try to diversify the ways that I'm interacting with people. And we're talking about community from a distance. And I think a big part of community is also making sure like that you're okay and that you're okay enough that you can show up as your best self for the people in your life. So for me, after eight hours of video chatting, I I was not a person that people needed to to be talking to. I needed to step back, get outside, get some fresh air, and then I could come back better. So I think, yeah, a big do is be mindful and and be honest with yourself. You know, I'm I'm saying that I'm using this time really productively and, and I'm loving that, but maybe your form of productive is like, you've been meaning to binge watch this one TV show for ages, and now you finally have the chance to. Like, no shame in that. Go for it. That's great. Um, yeah, that's such a good point. It should be acknowledged that what you need is so different from everybody else. And especially with all the screen time, we're comparing ourselves more and more right now. And I think in terms of just remaining and yeah, taking care of your emotional, mental health, for me being productive, that I'm working out a lot more during the week. But that doesn't mean you should compare and say, well, I'm not using all this time to work out. I must be a failure. No, it's like for you, maybe for you, what you need is just time to hashtag self-care, like watch your Netflix or sleep all day, you know, take a nap, which I actually did the other day. And I was like, oh, I kind of actually needed this. And normally I feel guilty sleeping in so late or having a nap, but I literally can't do anything else. So oh, hey, I discovered something new. I didn't know I needed, but now it's so much better. Another don't for me is also fixating too much on your next meetup. Like, for instance, those friends that I mentioned I was talking on the phone with earlier today, it can be really painful to think that I don't know when I'll see them again. And it can be really easy to fixate on making plans for the future of like, 
when we can see each other, we're going to do this and that. But I've found that that's actually not as healthy in the long term. You know, it's nice to dream and I don't want to discourage people from that. But what I've learned in my expat experience, and I also was in a long distance relationship for years, and it actually is more detrimental in the long run because you fixate on the fact that you don't know when you'll see each other again, and that can really get to you. So if you do have a date, you know, if we get an end date for this whole situation, then then it's different. Then you can start looking forward to things. But as long as it's a question mark, I really would caution against fixating on that and focusing on that because it's actually way better that you make the most of the time that you do have rather than saying everything will be better for me once this is different because you can't you can't control it. That's such a good point too. It's sort of like you don't want to set up for failure and disappointment. And I think we're all definitely a bit fragile at this point. And we've already had the part where they said, okay, the curfew is going to be X amount of weeks. And then they go, okay, we're going to extend it. And so I think you just want to avoid basically making things that you cannot have full control over because you don't want to say, okay, next week, apparently we can go about our lives as normal and we're going to have this great plan. I'm looking forward to it. And now like really putting it on pedestal and then it comes and we can't do that anymore. And of course, naturally you're going to be disappointed because you were excited about it. So it's sort of like, keep that in mind that a lot of things are out of your control, but it's not a bad thing, but you can really take care of yourself, how you perceive it and how Basically, you can just, yeah, tailor things moving forward to have the best outcome or at least, you know, the best outcome for you personally. A do that's connected to that is do acknowledge the the fact that this is a very special circumstance and that it's bizarre and make fun of it however it feels good to you to make fun of it because humor is going to be one of the biggest ways that we all get through it. I just think it's important to acknowledge that the elephant in the room. You call me the elephant in the room? Excuse me? Excuse me? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Also acknowledge. Don't drink too much because this is probably going to have a bad outcome if we're inside and not as active as usual. So keep that in mind. This is definitely a shola. So water and wine. Do hydrate. That's a do. And I would say my final do is make friends online. You know, one thing I'm missing is is building new friendships and meeting new people. And obviously that's not realistic to do in person right now. Oh my God. No quarantining, please. No, 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 no. no. Bumble has a video chat. Don't do it. This sounds horrible. No, I would also say do not do not do that. However, (laughs) if you can find if you're really into like a certain hobby or topic and you are finding like a Facebook group where you can connect with other people about that topic, that's fun and that's really cool. And you can fulfill this natural human need for connection in that way as well. Okay, but I feel like we've shared all of the wisdom. I think yes, All, all that should be shared for this time. Listeners and viewers are wiser and better for for listening and viewing. Um, and so we're going to wrap it up with the ending segment that I always do on my podcast, which is called Zack, Zack, Zack. It is a rapid fire question round where I ask you three questions that you answer without thinking it, overthinking it. You just go with your gut. Are you ready? What is the best Netflix binge of the moment? I mean, Tiger King, but that's obvious. Yes. But no, this is actually <laughs> one point I need to add. Be careful too, because Netflix right now is doing all their promoting is really upsetting content so I haven't watched Netflix because I'm like I don't want to start a sad show but Tiger King this is my answer yes amazing I will also throw in there they just added community to German Netflix and US Netflix and community is amazing and hilarious so go go forth and binge given the situation right now what is your snack of choice my snack of choice me no (laughs) um (laughs) I eat a lot of carrot sticks but this is always my snack of choice so 
Hey, you're staying tried and true. It's all right. All right. And third, what is the first place that you're going to head when society opens up again? Into the arms of my friends. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's all I need right now is a hug. I'm like, literally, everything is fine. I'm not complaining. But the thing is, I say I'm like a puppy. I'm very happy hanging around by myself. I will gladly watch people from my window and get excited vicariously through them. I'll go run in the park like it's all good. But at a certain point, I need my belly rubs because this tail cannot keep wagging by itself. So that's all I want. Like, just a little hug and then I'm like ready to go. That's, that's all. That's all. It's heartbreaking and beautiful. The little things. For my listeners, where can they find you and more of your wisdom? Oh, wisdom. Thank you. <laughs> well, they can find me. I want to say about wisdom, mainly bad jokes and puns. But you can find me on YouTube, mainly Aspen Abroad, or on the gram, also Aspen Abroad. Wonderful. And thank you for coming on to the ExpatCast and sharing. Oh, thank you. Always, always. But yes, so thank you. This is really fun. And then for my guys, Nicole, I'm sure you know her from our previous videos and podcasts, but I will link her podcast below. And she has really great content episodes right now. So definitely great for current times, productive, but also fun. And so yes, thank you then for coming on my videos. Thanks again to Aspen for coming onto the show again. And thanks too for having me on your YouTube channel. I've linked to the video of this episode as well as Aspen's YouTube channel generally in the show notes. So go ahead and check that out. She has tons of great content to entertain yourself if you're sitting around bored in quarantine. You can find The Expat Cast on social media, Twitter and on Instagram at The Expat Cast. And you can shoot us an email at theexpatcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear what you guys are doing to make the most of this situation. How are you turning it into a positive? And what are the little things in your world that are keeping you going? Please, if you do have time on your hands during this quarantine, please stop what you're doing and leave me a quick rating and a review. If you enjoy this show, that's one little thing that you can do that has a huge impact for me and for the show because it really, really helps us grow. We'll be back in your feeds on Thursday with an episode about how to make home. Until then, have a wonderful week, stay healthy, and stay safe. Tschüss!